I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. Beanpole is a new Russian drama directed by the prodigiously gifted Kantemir Balogov. Calling it a masterpiece is accurate enough, except that the term masterpiece has suffered the same fate as breaking news. It's been devalued by repetition. Touched by greatness comes close, but here's some honest-to-goodness breaking news. Great without qualification does the trick. The setting is Leningrad during the first autumn after World War II. The city is in ruins, so you know from the start this is not going to be conventional entertainment. Instead, it's a profound and profoundly beautiful tale of two souls traumatized by war, two women who were anti-aircraft gunners together. Now they're struggling frantically, even madly, to survive and somehow heal themselves in a post-war world overwhelmed by fatigue and death. The title comes from the nickname of the taller of the two— Her name is Ia, and she's played by Victoria Miroshnichenko, who's six feet tall. That's surprising, since Ia seems much taller, a fragile giantess who towers above everyone around her. What's flat-out astonishing is that both Miroshnichenko and Vasilisa Pereligina, she plays Ia's friend Masha, have no previous experience in front of the camera. Their performances are as phenomenal as they are unforgettable. Ia has come back from the war with a child, three-year-old Pashka, a discharge paper identifying her as a victim of post-concussion syndrome, and a trauma that's visible and audible. Sometimes she freezes without warning, standing silent as a stone, except for tiny choking sounds that become part of the production's remarkable sound design. It's like a surreal version of the encephalitis-related catatonia that was depicted in the film Awakenings, and the sight of her intermittent flight from reality is haunting. So is the spectacle of her workplace. It's a hospital ward where she nurses shell-shocked soldiers. When one of the patients urges little Pashka to entertain them by imitating a dog, he too stands immobile in bewilderment until a doctor calls out, where would he have seen a dog? They've all been eaten. Masha, by contrast, seems to be intact when she comes back into Ia's life unannounced. Not only intact, but lovely, seductive, and ebullient. You have to see the film and see it you should to understand why and how, but tragedy precedes Masha's return, transforming both women's lives into a delirium of denial, delusion, and exhaustion. Whose grip on reality is the stronger? It's impossible to say, though it's safe to say that seeming to be sane isn't the same as sanity. All of this may sound unendurably bleak, but the film is an improbably thrilling work of art because of its physical beauty and its relentless intensity of feeling about people who would prefer in their heart of shattered hearts to feel nothing. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.